Well, guys, I finally gave in and did it. <laughs> so what did I do? I finally bought a pair of those ridiculous virtual reality goggles. And you're probably asking why. Yeah, because so many student housing properties are now utilizing VR tours on their website. For the past year, I've been recommending to all of my clients to consider VR tours versus the generic slideshow of renderings and photos. Now, it, your prospects don't need VR goggles to view a property tour. They can use their mobile device or even pan through the tour on their laptop. But man, I'm telling you, these goggles, it takes it to a completely different level when you use these things. Anyway, when it comes to producing VR tours for your property, there are a lot of providers and options to consider. Uh, the firm that I recommend to my clients first is Euphorus. Number one, the, their render designs are just nearly flawless. I recently sat down with an interior designer after she delivered a project for a client that we have in common. And I gave her a photo of the rendering from Euphorus and a photo that a professional photographer took that morning. And then asked her, I said, pick out which one you, that she thought was real. She picked out the rendered photo. These rendered VR tours are so lifelike that it's it's a must for new construction when you're trying to illustrate to prospects what the community is going to look like and the only thing that you've got is a big pile of dirt. This takes all of that out of the way and you're really focused in on what the finished product is going to look like. Is your property already built? Great, they could come to your location with special scanning equipment and create a property tour that will allow anyone going to your website, no matter what time of day or night, and make them feel like they are stepping directly into your leasing center. But here's what truly sets you for us apart. See, when a prospect is on your website touring the community and the floor plans, there is a ton of data that can be collected about how that prospect is interacting with the tour, and that data can help you determine how effective some of your ongoing promotions and marketing campaigns are. Euphorus provides all of this information in their analytics dashboard. Now, you're not just counting the traffic that comes in the door for a tour, but you can include the tours that are being taken on your website as well. For more information, go to euphorus.com, that's U-F-O-R-I-S.com, or click the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Student Housing Insight Podcast, where we are putting you in touch with the people who bring student housing to life. I'm your host, Wesley Dees, and joining me in studio today, Miss Greta Dare. Oh my God, your and phone. And my telephone. My telephone. You know what? I'm actually glad that happened since you apparently decided to not edit out the phone noises from mine and Ryan's podcast. So, you know, you're oh, just as great. guilty, yeah, of it as the rest of us. But I do think. Uh, I was actually going to use that as an outtake and that I never, I don't think yeah, I you never did it. Did it. Yeah. You never did it. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You just left it in and just made us look terrible. <laughs> it was funny so today we are talking about here on March 8th, spring break. I like how you're putting the date in here. Like just in case we don't post this until like friggin' June. No, we'll, we 42nd will post it this week because this is obviously a very time sensitive episode as everybody is I think most people are starting unlike the summer series yeah, I think most people are starting <laughs> spring break this week 
I know most of the SEC schools have spring break starting the 18th. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a time where, you know, as professionals in this industry, we kind of take a deep breath and reassess things. And I'll talk a little bit more about um, <laughs> the spring break focus reassessment matrix that I made up that you, you picked on me so much about with uh, on our Facebook or excuse me, our Instagram story. But um, by the way, if you guys are not subscribed to our to our or following us on Instagram, make sure you do that. There's a lot of important content. <laughs> you just missed the the longest Instagram story known to mankind. <laughs> I don't I don't know about that, but it was. Uh, I've never even posted an Instagram story that long on my own Instagram. Yeah, but. Is, is definitely long. We're really, I'm just, re- just focused on making fun of you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just search for us at Student Housing Insight on Instagram and it will come up. But anyway. And follow so, along on shenanigans yeah. and Greta making fun of Wes yeah. whenever possible. Well, and there's also the Do You See What I See series. True, there's other, there's actual good, valuable stuff, not just me making fun yeah. of Wes. There's if, good stuff. If you don't know what the... Do you see what I see? It is an Instagram story um, only thing that I do when any of us are going out and doing site surveys or whatever we may be doing out in the field. And we come across things that in the student housing world that just make us go, hmm. Which all of our properties have been guilty of. And we just, yeah. yeah, we have a tendency to. Uh, get kind of blind eye because we've just been there for so long and then somebody else comes along and goes really you let this happen yeah Yeah. and sometimes you just need that second set of eyes and so no properties get called out no names no nothing it's just and it just kind of serves as a reminder to all of us to kind of go make sure that that isn't happening at our own property yeah like when we see the property manager leave and get in his or her car and it's the first one right beside the handicap space in front of the club, in front of the clubhouse, it's like what? We've seen some crazy stuff. <laughs> I'm like trying to remember where were we? It was oh, when we were in Fayetteville, there was a property that we were at, and I'm trying to remember what we saw, and that was actually what inspired this whole. Do you see what I see? Because yeah, you were originally going to do it on Snapchat, and I was like, don't do it on Snapchat. There was vomit in the parking lot on the way, or in the parking deck. Was that on what the it was? Way into you know, the natural path into the office is like, who missed this? (laughs) It's not like, yeah. There were a bunch of things when we were there. There were a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, make sure that you, uh, check on, check it on that. In fact, I think I've still got one that I archived that was, Oh, the stripper pole. Yeah, I know. I was like, are you going to say <laughs> the stripper pole that was attached you're so, to the balcony? You're so judgmental of that stripper pole. Oh, I wasn't judgmental. I mean, I wasn't being judgmental about it at all. It was just, you know, it was on Cumberland Avenue in Knoxville out there for everybody to see. <laughs> so anyway, it's um, a fitness pole, sir. It's a fitness pole. Again, why is it on the balcony? I was just... <laughs> Getting your fitness on, on the balcony. I feel like it's just really, just in general, it's unsafe. That's my major yeah. concern with that. Like, what happens when you try to, like, flip and go over the side of the balcony? Like, what? Exactly. exactly. I have a general concern for I'm, safety. I'm sure that that is, uh, that's something that once the insurance person comes out, they're going to have some questions about. So, anyway, that's not what we're here This is just like about. a random tangent. So. Good leeway. Yeah. But anyway. 
so spring break most people are are probably right in the middle of it um, with it coming up this next week mm-hmm. or it's coming out within the next couple of weeks so so spring break it, it provides an opportunity obviously to take a breather reassess um, we'll talk about that a little bit more and reassess on how things how the rest of the you know following five to six weeks how you need to be focused on things um, so we'll talk a little bit about that but kind of kind of up front we really want to talk about i mean marketing and, and leasing doesn't stop during spring break it creates a lot of challenges on getting in front of people um, just like any other break yeah uh, yeah but it you know with those challenges there's unique opportunities that we need beautifully to make, put sir beautifully yeah, put <laughs> that we need to make sure that you know I, I wanted to make sure we're sharing with everybody here because I, I do hear that question of hey spring break's coming up we're not going to be able to get in front of our in front of our folks we're not going to be able you know it's going to be a slow slow week and i'm like yeah i get that but that doesn't mean that things stop well and spring break is kind of unique in in terms of a break in general because it is different from summer break and winter break you know winter break is people are going to be with their family they're going to be home and so it's like how do we stay in front of them but summer or spring break is really people are for the most part going away to and let's be honest they're going away to party and so it's like how do we stay in front of them and keep their attention during that time and so it is it is it's in its own way it is unique and so there are certain circumstances and it is short and it really actually is a a pinnacle moment where you do have to like you said assess because it is your your jumping off point of if you are behind close to lagging behind it is that one moment where it's like okay we now have this short period of time before we lose the rest of the year what's our plan yeah yeah and uh, yeah not as yeah, uh, for the majority of it, I think people are going to party. Uh, yeah, not everyone, but I mean, it is at least relaxing. But you know, yeah. a lot of alternative spring breaks have uh, yeah risen in popularity, where folks are going on any, anything from you know mission trips to. I'm not saying everyone. Uh, I'm just saying <laughs> where I was going with that is you know just like. We'll talk a little bit about, you know, making sure that you're appealing to all appealing to. Well, not just appealing, but, you know, that you're kind of celebrating this time with your with your residents. And that that also means, you know, those that aren't just, you know, going out for, you know, rest, relaxation and partying that those that are going out and doing something, you know, special with that time to benefit others that, you know, they you should really celebrate that with them as well. That all are included. That's a that's actually a really valid point. So anyway, let's, since most people who are going to be listening to this, uh, this week that it comes out, uh, they're kind of, most of them are going to be in that week that they're preparing, right? Yeah. And so uh, you, you can't just get to, you can't get to that point in time and say, okay, we're going to, we've got to focus everything on social media. You really need to have a plan, a social media plan going into that week. So. Yes. Let's talk about that a little bit. What is it that you would suggest that you know most people focus on in regards to social media? Let's kind of attack that one first. So something that a lot of people have done over the last 
I mean, however many years is, and it's always the very first thing that anybody talks about when it comes to, this is hilarious. I'm just watching Wes stretch across, stretch Armstrong across the room to reach for a beverage, but he's like tethered to the table with his headphone cords. And it was funny. I'm sad that nobody got to see that just now. Sorry. Anyway, um, but the thing that, that most commonly is talked about is, you know, having people take their promo, their collateral while they're on spring break and take pictures while they're on spring break and you're running a competition. And I get it. This is a common thing. It's something that everybody brings up and, you know, you can, you can at me, you can email me, you can say what you would like. If that is exactly how you're going to run this, and I, I'm going to follow what I'm about to say up with an additional statement, but that just as it is, I don't think it works. I don't think it is a highly successful campaign that can be run. Uh, maybe it originally was when it first came out once or twice. And again, you can absolutely correct me if I'm wrong. I say this all the time. Feel free to yell at me and tell me that I'm wrong. I, I'm absolutely okay with that. However, here is my viewpoint on this. One, I've actually never seen it be widely successful. But two, here is the reason why I believe that, is that I'm thinking in terms of from many different perspectives, but packing, let's just bring it from that perspective. And all of the the things that you're going to put in your suitcase while you're headed to Florida or the Hamptons, wherever it is that you're going to be going. And do you really think that I'm going to be like, God, I can't wait to put my property sunglasses, water bottle, rubber wristbands. I don't even know why anybody's still getting those if you are. Sorry. Koozie, also something that I don't understand why we're still ordering. Um, things like that. Like, who is packing that in their suitcase? No. In this, in this moment right now, the thing that is focused on when you were going on spring break, when you were going on vacation is especially for, I mean, really, and I can't speak for every single person because every single person, yes, is unique. But for the mass majority, what we're looking for is I need to make sure that the majority of the things that I'm bringing with me, I'm going to look good in that are going to fit well, that are going to match appropriately with the environment that I'm going to be going in and are going to look great in all of the pictures that I'm planning to take and post on my social media on my Instagram. And if you think that your property shirt with your property logo plastered all over the front of it or your $6 sunglasses or $3 sunglasses as opposed to designer sunglasses or something like that are going to win out, I just, I can't imagine that thought process. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Now, I'm not saying that this is completely, completely implausible. I think that there are ways to properly execute this, but to do it just on that merit alone, I don't think is the proper way to do it. However, if it's a t-shirt that you've designed. I love it when you say that. <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, and this, this goes back to, you know, what you've, you've preached on during so many of the episodes in regards to collateral and, and promo gear promo gear is, uh, you know, we, we live in a, you know, in an Insta world and, you know, as opposed to when I was in college, we were still, we didn't even have digital cameras that we took on spring break. I remember having to hold uh, still and not being allowed to smile and the big flash that sparked everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But the, the <laughs> seriously, I, I remember, I remember one of my spring breaks getting a new camera that had the, instead of the 35 millimeter where you had, it was the kind of the instant load where you just, <laughs> 
pop it in and you know you didn't have to worry about all that mess and that was you know <laughs> now it's that's completely different so so I, I exactly with what you were saying stop I know that's forever ago oh my god but we, yeah when we were having our, our conversation before we started recording, I guess I should have brought that fact up before um, so that it wasn't so shocking to you <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I have her. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please continue to describe the camera. <laughs> no, I'm not. Gonna, not <laughs> I didn't expect you to take it back that far, man. Like that was intense. All right. <laughs> so anyway, you know. I'm good. I'm good. Having a having a property T-shirt that you threw in your bag, and you know you weren't you were thinking of it as being something you would probably sleep in one night, right? Yeah. Or you know it wasn't going to be something that you were thinking about being in your pictures, but obviously with today's generation, today's generation, yeah, they're always in that thing of making sure that what you've got on is going to be insta worthy. And, and so the collateral's got to reflect that. And certainly with things that I've seen you design, uh, you know, for, for any type of swag that someone's wearing, be it sunglasses or be it, or be it t-shirts, you've put that, you've put that type of thought into it. It has to be something that somebody feels good in, feels attractive in, and something that they want to wear first and advertise a second. So if you want somebody to take something on vacation with them, then they need to feel good in it. Let's be, let's be real. I mean, I, I love the folks at What's Happening, but if you... Careful. What? Do you see this look on my face? It's just saying, careful. <laughs> um, I will find something sharp. In but this seriously, if, 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 you know... Your students go on, on break by the 18th, and you want something that is. If you're listening to this on the 9th, 10th, 11th of oh, you're March, you're not getting it that fast. You're not going to get it. Um, no. So if you don't have that in place already, please don't don't send out your no <laughs> non insta worthy t-shirts and thinking that they're going to make it into spring break pictures. Yeah. So really, and so this is, you know, so where I'm headed with that is truly that it is possible to have this plan of having your, your promo gear, your swag, whatever it is that, you know, your, your organization has dubbed it, having it incorporated in. But the only way that I truly believe that you can make this plan successful is by incorporating micro influencers into your plan. And I feel like if you, honestly, I feel like if you haven't incorporated micro influencers into your social media plan, especially if your property is a new development, if it's behind, if it is a new acquisition, or if it's a rebrand, any of those types of situations, then it's something that you definitely need to look into. There's plenty of opportunities. There's plenty of companies that are, you know, doing this. Obviously, we, we've talked about micro influencers with Michael Newton at Swarm. At Swarm. Um, obviously. I love Swarm. I love Michael Newton. So, you know, that's, it's definitely there. And my, what, what a micro-influencer is, for those who are not familiar with the term, it is smaller influencers um, that have a smaller level of following in specific groups. So it's people who aren't like Kim Kardashian or, you know, that have... By the way, did you see how much she got paid for the fire Festival? No. 
Oh, it was like over. I watched both like those documentaries too, and I don't even remember. Insane. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not your ten thousand follower it's like, Instagram account. Yeah, and actually, um, throw in for so Tiffany over at Cardinal, she is actually considered a micro influencer. She's amazing. She has a an Instagram. I follow her. It's beautiful. I love her Instagram, and it's Tippy Jane at Tippy Jane on Instagram. She's a micro influencer in Denver. It's super cute. I love it. But that's actually considered a micro influencer. It's about, you know, anywhere from three to, you know, 12,000 influencers or followers, whatever it is. And these are the people that you want on a university that you're going to be able to follow. I feel like my coffee is like kicking in and now I'm starting to get like wired. Good. <laughs> I'm going to start talking really, really like faster than normal. So that's what you're looking for to be able to assist you with these campaigns. But you're going to have to do it prior to spring break. So if you want to run a campaign where your collateral or not your collateral, your promo or your swag is incorporated into it, then you need to get in touch with your micro influencers. You need to provide them with it. Let them know this is your plan. Ask them to take it with them and ask them to actually, you know, get those photos. So if this is your plan, you're like, take pictures of our promo while you're on spring break. Get in touch with your micro influencers. Ask them to actually incorporate that into their spring break as well. And that's how you're going to actually see that. Because one of the biggest things that you have to remember is that while your students are on spring break, they're very much going to be watching the Instagrams of their the, the influencers on campus. They're going to very much be following all of those stories. There's a lot of FOMO happening. There's a lot of, it's just, let's be honest, it's something that we're going to be doing. Additionally, if if you don't want to incorporate, you don't want to do the plan of the promo and collateral, you can still run a social media campaign without it. And I'm a huge proponent of that. You can still do it where you're just running a tag us in your your photo. Take a great staycation or spring vacation photo. And it doesn't have to include any promo. Just show us your best self on spring break. And that's it. Tag us and do this hashtag if it's staycation or spring break 2019 and your property or whatever your hashtag is going to be, and then repost those on your Instagram and then run a campaign for it, run a giveaway for it. And then that way, the people while they're on vacation, they're going to be posting those pictures to Instagram anyway. They're going to be taking those pictures anyway, except now you have a hashtag associated with you. And now you have a tag that's on your Instagram that you can actually repost, get that engagement, get that all involved in there. And then additionally, as far as your Instagram feed is is concerned, when you're repost posting these pictures, your Instagram feed actually has, it has a life breathed into it. It's showing a student's life during that period of time that isn't, it isn't pushing anything besides student life. And that's something that you hear me preach about all the time. I'm getting tired of listening to myself talk. We have to break it up soon. But (laughs) it's something that you hear me, you hear me talk about all the time that drives me crazy about these Instagram pages, where all we're doing is essentially, we're selling, we're selling, we're selling, we're talking about our product, you know, our, our product, we're talking about our promo, you know, our promotion, whatever it is that we're offering. And especially when these kids are on their vacation, when they're on spring break, let's not treat them like they're a commodity to the student housing industry. Let's allow them to be on break. Let's celebrate the fact that they're on break. Let's celebrate the fact that they're students and, you know, repost their pictures and, you know, really post things that are in celebration of that break. Yeah, not not 
selling to them, but no, celebrating, celebrating them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I think that's I think that's a good guideline as you're as you're preparing for that. So again, going back to the, to the planning before spring break, planning out those. I don't think you call it competitions, but I think you just call it a campaign. Campaigns. Competition campaign. Um, plan out what that's going to be. So understanding what type of hashtag to use and to inform everybody about. And send out reminders. You know, you've got emails, text messages. Remind them while they're on vacation. Just send out those text messages. Don't inundate people, but definitely send out reminders and wish them a happy spring break. Hope they're having a happy and safe time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Remind yeah, them should, to wear sunscreen. So, so what type of yeah? So what type of uh, what send type out safety of prize, tips? Yeah, Sorry. Well, yeah, let's keep it pretty detailed. So, what type of, of prize would you associate with this type of campaign? Oh, uh, great question. So, I mean, really, it's it's going to be obviously budget specific. Um, and that's you know that's going to vary property to property, and I would say something that. <laughs> something that that when we were when I was building something out for um, a previous company was recovering from spring break mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't think about that right that when you get back from spring break you actually kind of have to recover from spring break a lot of vitamin B D C yeah all of them just all <laughs> the vitamins and so it's like spring break rehab yeah. and so that was something you know I incorporated that into a, an, an event and so it was I wanted to have a pool party that was called re- the rehab pool party and so like here was everything that we incorporated into it and so having like the rehab package you know or spring break rehab package and so like this is what you're you know competing for and so you can you know incorporate a lot of things into that maybe you have you know a massage package or a spa package or you know like think of a bunch of different stuff that goes into that or anything that really makes sense but it really also depends on your market you know there's I've said this a million times what works for University of Michigan doesn't work for Albuquerque doesn't work for San Diego doesn't work for Tuscaloosa you know you really need to think about what your students and more specifically what the the residents that are likely to live at your community what are they going to be into what are they going to love and what makes sense for your time of year I think think rehab your bank account is that's a really valid point a $250 gift card and when I'm on the last day or two of spring break and (laughs) realize right so if it is money when I get back if it is a student body that has you know typically does run into finances like that then yeah rehab your bank account or do it with groceries or rehab you know a gift card to the bookstore all of those types of things how great would it be to come back to a stocked refrigerator Ooh, mm. i mean i would i would be happy to go home to a stocked refrigerator like I would right just now be happy to mostly because i don't want to go grocery shopping when i get home yeah i would just be happy <laughs> to come back from spring break and make sure that you know all the rotten food has been thrown out who cares about it being stocked yeah anyway okay so uh, now we're in spring break no oh. What are we? <clears throat> My brain just went there. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm no, on spring we're, break. We're managers on spring break. Oh, you took out all the fun. <laughs> so, so like you just um, took away all the alcohol. So you mentioned. <laughs> let's try to stay on task. Here. So you mentioned fun. reposting reposting pictures of your residents on their trip. Yes. So that probably needs to be, you know, several times a day that you're checking yes. Instagram and making absolutely. sure that you're making sure that you're all your residents that. are on vacation right now. Anyway, you absolutely should be able to do this. So 
on campus, getting out and doing things, there's not much reason to go on campus. So you could pretty much knock that off the list. Oh my gosh, yes. And you know how I feel about as far as going and doing like on-campus outreach, we'll call it, right? So it's like handing things specifically to students. Don't do this while we're doing spring break. And let me tell you what what facilities on campus is doing while... (laughs) <laughs> while you're on spring break they're going all across campus and cleaning out all those poster boards and cork yeah. boards of all, all that those crap off flyers that you put out <laughs> so if you want to make some headway with with the folks on campus go help those guys out don't put up any flyers and don't go around yeah don't go around trying to find the students that didn't go anywhere on spring break because if your like goal is to give out 50 or 100 or 200 items on campus like you're going to be out there for four hours trying to find a student to give things to yeah. like stop you need to focus your attention on building your relation to the business to business relationship so you need to be going and restocking coasters you need to the cocktail napkins the meeting with the you know marketing teams at the different um location i don't know you know it depends on who you're allowed to market with i never like getting specific because not everybody's allowed to right. do different types of events but restaurants bars whatever it is whomever it is that you're allowed to do these types of events with you need to be meeting up with these businesses start nailing down you know what types of events you're going to partner up with and get all of this stuff on the books immediately for the rest of march for april and may because your students are going to start graduating and leaving in may you have a very limited amount of time book your dates and restock and then make sure that inside those businesses you get besides your event you know go ahead and make sure that your flyers your promo all of that stuff you're in there and nobody else is yeah yeah i will say you know also pay attention to it's, it's the start of March Madness with the basketball tournaments and so get the time booked up so that you can get incorporated into all of those events yeah because um well and a lot of it happens while you know folks are especially that first round the NCAA a lot of that's happening yeah when most schools are on spring break but yeah restocking with co-op vendors I know that a lot of us are putting out coasters to the bars and the other restaurants in the area Mm -hmm. that's a perfect time to go you want to make sure that you're not doing that when everybody comes back from spring break no again basketball tournaments going on people are going to be at those restaurants as soon as they get back and you want to make sure that they're fully stocked before the students come back yes anything else that you would say uh, from a from a marketing and leasing standpoint, and specifically on, on social media and other, you know, kind of remote type of advertising that we do, that you would suggest either we're doubling down on or we're not doing or relaxing. No, I mean, I think it's it's not a long period of time, and so I would just stress the importance of again celebrating what spring break actually is relishing in what it is taking advantage of what it is and doing right by what it is and um not fighting against what it is and and really not trying to sell to people and accepting the fact of you know this is what it is don't and uh, you know and i'm saying that i don't think we're i don't think we're i don't want anybody to misinterpret the difference between uh, let's talk specifically with with social media. There's there's the post that your property is making, and we're saying that's got to be very much focused on celebrating the students. Mm-hmm. But you've still 
you know, most properties are still doing the ad spend at this point in time. Oh, absolutely still don't, do ad spend. Don't want to back off from If you any backed of that. off, that would be dumb. Yeah, but is the content of that. I mean, well, as far as your ads are concerned, you don't have to change it, but it doesn't hurt to change it as well. If you're able to change it to make it more vacationy, more spring breaky, to make it whatever the case may be, it's usually like spring breaky. That's a thing. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, you know, then go ahead. If not, you don't necessarily have to, but I absolutely do not feel like when your students are away, do not back down on advertising on social media. That's that's nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because chances are you're yeah most of the people that that is going to target are folks that's how you're reaching people at this point well yeah and yeah uh, there's a lot of people that will end up uh, you know transferring into that school or freshmen that are coming in that those targets are still going to be effective so anyway Mm -hmm. all right I think that covers everything from a social media standpoint. Yeah. Now, are we about to dive into your... So, when I got started... <laughs> so, when I got started on this topic, um, <laughs> I, I thought, you know, what is it that... What am I often receiving a lot of questions on around spring break? And most managers are saying, hey, this is, <clears throat> this is where I'm at. This is, you know, I'm... I'm above 80%. That's great. I'm, I'm trending, you know, year over year, I'm, you know, ahead of where I was last year. But the rest of my market is behind. I don't feel like I really need to focus on anything because I'm, I'm winning here. And I'm telling them, well, what do you think your managers are thinking in, in your market? <clears throat> because they're in the other situation where... You know, you're ahead of them and they've got to start becoming strategic and start thinking about, well, how am I going to, how am I going to spend the next five, six, seven weeks before the semester ends? And so you need to be, yeah, you need to celebrate the fact that you've made it to this point and you're ahead of the rest of the market. It's, uh, let me explain a little bit about, I mentioned 80%. I think 80%, this is just, there's nothing statistical out there. This is just where me and, you know, several other owners and asset managers that I work with, um, if, if you're 80% by spring break, it's it's a pretty good indication that you're going to finish the year off well, and you're probably going to finish. Oh, for sure. You're going to finish the semester off about well, depending 90%. on the market. Well, <laughs> but for the most part, for absolutely. the most part, for the most part, that doesn't mean that if if you're under 80% that you know that all is lost. That, that doesn't mean that at all. It just means that your market's probably a little bit later, depending on what the rest of your market's looking like. So anyway, I sat down and I started just kind of taking those three questions. You know, are you, is your property above 80%? Is your property trending 3% ahead or 3% behind, you know, what they, what the property did last year? Is the market, as far as from an average, is it trending 3% or 5% or 3% or ahead or 3% behind what they were the year before? Um, and then those, because those three questions while it doesn't paint a perfect picture, it does give you some, it gives someone with, you know, the the 20 years of experience that I've got, it gives me some indication of, okay, now you've got spring break, it's a time to to take a deep breath, reassess what's going on, and make sure that, you know, your marketing plan and everything that you've got scheduled for the next six, seven weeks is in line with where you and your market are, are currently at at this point in time. So, out of that, there comes eight different scenarios. 
and sixteen thousand. It's it's eight. It's only eight. <laughs> um, no, I so, think it's fantastic. It's so that everybody listening can kind of understand is that Wes essentially put together it's I keep teasing him about it but it's because of the fact that this sprang out of what was supposed to be just a, a simply put together outline but it turned into um, this this Excel spreadsheet where it asks three questions and then outlines much like you know it, this is where you're at and here are all of the different ways to assess that and how you should move forward and honestly it's a fantastic document that just kind of gives you guidance and advice based off of your scenario and where you land. I really, even though I keep giving you crap about it, it is very well done. Well, I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, So, you know, for example, I'll give you scenario four here. And in this situation, I'm not going to go through all eight of them because everybody will just turn this off. But if you want to, uh, if you want to look at this entire matrix and see where your property stands, just email us at contact at studenthousinginsight.com. Again, that's contact at studenthousinginsight.com. And just send the title or in the title, just put in, send me the matrix and we'll get that out to you. But so, for example, scenario four, are you 85% or better pre-leased? Yes. Uh, is your property pre-leasing trending more than 3% ahead or behind of last year? Uh, behind in this specific scenario. The average pre-leasing of your competitive set, is it trending 3% ahead or behind? And it is behind more than 3%. So under that scenario, Here's the summary that I give. Greta, if you want to read it. Yes. Something is interrupting your market. If the interruption is not due to new construction on or off campus, you need to figure out what the cause is coming from. Enrollment may be dropping or at best there is a delay in acceptance letters or the financial aid process. If the interruption is due to new construction, get a professional opinion on the probability of the new construction being delivered on time. If the probability is low, use the break to develop marketing campaigns focused on the peace of mind of an established community versus new construction. This campaign should extend through the end of semester. Yeah. So also, I would just like to point out that, again, you can replace many words in here and just make it fully (laughs) applicable to a relationship. And so if you just need relationship advice, just go through, extend it and just change it all out. You can just get lots of relationship advice. So if you really have no desire to to go through this or, (laughs) you know, you've already leased up to 100 percent and got a wait list started. Just get highly amused. Just ask us for it. So, yeah, you can do that. So I should just alter it. When you like have me make it pretty, I'm going to go through and I'm going to make a relationship version. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So yeah, I, uh, you know, there, there's so many there's so many little nuances that can that can happen, uh, and so this isn't perfect by any chance or by any stretch of the imagination. Thank you. You're welcome. It's still honestly, I still love it though. Like I love the fact that like it's it breaks down all those different situations and it still gets your brain thinking, which is the thing that I always love. It may not exactly hit the point, just like the podcast. Everything that we're saying may not be exactly what you need, but it does get your mind in that set where you may be able to think of exactly what you need on your own which yeah. is beautiful yeah and it's and it's really just to kind of, it's, it's to, to set you up and, and focus your mind on hey how how do the next six to seven weeks 
need to roll out? You know, where does my focus need to be? Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, send that send that request to us at contact at studenthousinginsight.com and we'll get that out to you. Specify if you want the property management version or the Cosmo version. We'll get it right over. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I think that, you know, there there, there is actually one more thing that has nothing to do with marketing and leasing oh. at the surface, but most of the country needs to be really focused in on this over spring break. And you alluded to it earlier when you were talking about having kind of the rehab party, and that's your swimming pool. This is the key time to make sure, you know, for most oh. of the country, to make sure that you're... I had no idea where you were going with that. Yeah, I mean, th- this is the key time to make sure that your swimming pool, if, if it's not already open, if you don't live in one of those luxurious parts of the... Oh my gosh, that's what it was. One of the properties was their friggin' swimming pool. They didn't have it covered, and the swimming pool looked horrific and it was on the leasing april too oh my gosh yeah Yeah, it was like green and it had leaves and i was like if you're not gonna have listen i'm gonna say this right now if your pool is not covered if it is if you're in an area where you don't have to winterize your pools and therefore it does not have to be covered your pool needs to be beautiful at all times otherwise cover that up and yes during spring break yeah, make sure that they're not, you know, students are not coming back to, if, if the weather is right, mm-hmm. and typically it's going to be once you especially get into April, you know, this is the time to make sure that you've got everything working in order Says for your the pool southern to, guy. Yeah, in order, in order for your, well, look, I mean, North Carolina's got, I mean, it's not pool weather until, really until May, I mean. I'm used to the whole Memorial Labor Day thing. Those are really like our only pool seasons. Yeah. So, so yeah, make sure that you're, you've got that on your list with your maintenance team. That pool prep. Being, yeah, that's being prepped. And if they pool rehab. Yeah, pool rehab. <laughs> I've gone through several of those during spring break. <laughs> oh, where your mom goes, or where my mom goes when we start talking about these things. Um, but anyway, so yeah, there's that. And we've got a couple of other important announcements that we want to talk about today as well. We do. Before we say goodbye to everybody. All right. I so, have no idea. Well, so we've been kind of talking about there's all these great things that are coming out in 2019. We do so many things. Insight, and one, we're going to be... Just want to kind of break it down for everybody because Student Housing Insight is not just... We want to expand it just beyond this virtual community. And we really kind of see ourselves being in a place where, especially for on-site managers and regional level managers, that we're a good resource for you guys. And that seems to be what you know what the audience is telling us or has been telling us for the past year. I think everybody knows back in October, we launched our first summit, our first conference. We are coming out with four more of those this year. So these are these are regional sites. Amazing, exciting, incredible. Greta is losing her mind over locations. Really just one of them. I'm not gonna lie. One location I'm losing my mind over. The rest of them are really, really good, but one of them I am legit losing my mind over. So if you if you haven't been to one of our regional summits, uh, there's only been one. Um, <laughs> but if 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 you haven't tuned in to kind of what's going on there, um, our regional summits are are just that. It is based on a market. Uh, we did the southeast, so it was kind of 
the Carolinas, Southwest Virginia, Northern Georgia, Eastern Tennessee that we did in our first one. We're doing four more this year. Um, I wish I could just dissect the country into into four and, and we could do it that way. But what we really want to do is create something that allows um, our our audience members, um, our community to uh, not have to spend a lot of time away from their property. Because um, it's difficult. It it's, puts a lot of strain on on-site team members. And yeah. we know that because we, we've been on-site team members. And the whole purpose of this was to make your lives easier, not more difficult, and not make it difficult for you to get approval to be able to attend these. Yeah. And, the, and there's a huge... All of these things went into the thought process. Yeah. And there's a huge benefit that comes to doing something at a regional level because... You know, for example, here, I mean, we had folks that were, you know, in the Clemson market that got to speak with folks that were in the UNC Charlotte market or the NC State market. And, you know, in that situation, they were able to share a lot of things of what's happened over the past, you know, couple of years in their market and how that could associate to what that other property, you know, was going through now. So there's a huge importance behind that. So. We are going to be doing four this year. It's not going to cover the entire country, but it's going to cover a lot, a lot of it. And then, you know, our expectation for 2020 as this, you know, just continues to grow. So for the first one, which mm-hmm. is going to be mm-hmm. in May, it is for Florida and Southern Georgia. And we're doing that at Cape Canaveral at Kennedy Space Center. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yay! <laughs> for those of you who don't know Greta, she's she's a a, a sci-fi nerd, and so why you gotta say it like that? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a big one for you. Um, the, the venue was actually chosen before I even said anything to her, um, so that reaction was just as much of a surprise for me as it probably was for you just then. So yeah, I wanted to find something that was kind of a central location so that both, you know, South Florida, North Florida, Southern Georgia, all those Guarantee that Greta will go, have it at NASA. (laughs) Yeah, so I actually went there earlier this week to check the venue out. Super excited about it. We're like in this room where we're overlooking the rocket garden where all the rockets are... are (laughs) Standing and memorialized. um, So, yeah, it's going to be really cool. For those of you that may not remember our October event uh, that we did in Charlotte, it was at the Whitewater Center. So we really try to find locations that are very unique. And fun and exciting and entertaining and interesting. Yeah. So that it's not just, you know, your typical hotel ballroom. Yeah. So our next one is going to be in in May, like I just mentioned, um, at Kennedy Space Center in Florida. The one after that is going to be in Cincinnati. Which is also really exciting for me. Yeah. Or, um, basically, I call it, you know, the eastern Midwest. So, kind of western Pennsylvania, um, Ohio, West Virginia, Indiana. Michigan. I guess we're throwing, you know, southern we're Michigan. Kentucky, yeah. southern Michigan. So, um, Kentucky that totally is makes actually, sense. That's actually going to be in Cincinnati at the Cincinnati Zoo. Woo woo. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then in September, and this is the other thing, we're planning these things around when you're not so focused in on the leasing season and and budget season and everything else. And especially turn, that would be really stupid to do something during turn. But anyway, (laughs) and so then we'll be doing one for Texas and Oklahoma, and it's going to be in Waco, Texas. Dun, dun, dun. So for all of you. Hashtag shiplap. (laughs) 
So for all of you fixer-uppers that have been dying to go to Waco to see all of Chip and Joanna Gaines. Um, That's literally right down the street from Magnolia. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah we'll be, it's actually a two-day event in, in Waco. Um, so you can go to the website and get more information on that. And then we'll be back for the southeastern U.S. in Charlotte on October 1st. And that'll be back at the Whitewater Center. We're hoping. We may have outgrown that one. Yeah. But right now... That's the tentative plan. That's the tentative plan. We may end up having to change that, but... And um, find another another cool location that can... Yeah, I think, the, I think the Whitewater Center will still be kind of integrated into it, but I just don't know that they're going to be able to... Withhold the great crowd and <laughs> massive people. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so, yeah. So, look for those things. Um, the other announcement is this may be the last episode that it's just you and I. Probably not. But That's, I don't even see that being true. We are, we are adding actually so many. five more co-hosts. So, we'll have an episode We have like a whole freshman class incoming. Yeah. Well, yeah. So... Anyway, what we decided to do was that, you know, this can't just be the Wes and Greta show that we needed to have some folks that were focused on specific parts of, of operations and leasing and marketing and and the on-campus world. For those of you who may not know, have not listened to a previous podcast, but Dr. April Kavalinka, who handled most of our on-campus stuff, she is now executive VP, I guess, of Housing and Res Life at University of Central Florida now. So her time commitment was not going to allow for as many on-campus topics and so we've got someone new from the on-campus side that's going to be discussing those and yeah really excited about it so we'll talk more about it's that very exciting it also so. means that uh, people don't have to hear our voice and our opinion quite so often which is good yeah yeah <laughs> i think i think you and i'll probably still be doing most of the intro and outros for those but they'll be handling i the figured yeah and I, yeah i'm really excited about that so i think it's gonna be amazing yeah i do too well guys i appreciate it thanks for listening and don't forget to uh if you if you're not already following us on instagram go out and do that as well as on linkedin and i think that's it for today i think so all right guys have a great week and if you're on spring break this week don't forget to repost bye see ya